Hi there, folks. Uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Edward's Review. Uh, wow. This episode's going to be a quick one like before, but I'm going to try to dive deep in deep on this one. The movie I'm going to talk about is Beetlejuice. Classic 1986 movie, Tim Burton directed, starring Renona Ryder, Michael Keaton, Alec Baldwin, and Gina Davis. Now, for this particular series, uh, a movie, this is thought of, of out of Tim Burton's mind. And we all know how he is. He was an eccentric uh, filmmaker who had uh, who loved the uh, style of the uh, cabinet of Dr. Caragari, uh which I highly recommend to uh, look online. The style, the black and white, and then the traditional technicolors that goes along with it. Uh, I would revise to say to look at the old classic one instead of the Technicolor one because I would not want you to guys get crazy. But back to the movie. Beetlejuice's traditional uh, character begins with two of our uh, main characters, which is the maintenance. Maintenance. Uh, you know, quiet folks. Uh, they're literally having a, having a ball uh, settling down in their own house. One day, uh, Adam who played out Baldwin, uh, surprised his wife, Judy Davis, uh, uh, anniversary gifts. And sure enough that he needs to run to his shop, which he owns a uh, hardware store at the time. Upon coming back from there, they uh, ran into a little dog issue, and the dog pretty much ran him out the road. Uh, sadly, killing the uh, whole thing. Which, uh... It was kind of weird for it being a Tim Burton film and all that, but, you know, it was something new, something not not too crazy, more like macabre, but it's a, it's a little cosmic joke in a way, but anyways, they come back home, look like they have not gotten a scratch, they look like they came out of the car, it's been hours, and sure enough, when they realize that they're gone, they're dead, uh, Adam decided to prove theory, went outside, and then, boom. He's transported to another dimension, if I would say so. So, they can't really leave the place that they're haunting. And comes in the deets. Uh, I know only of the Ma and Dad from different shows, but, uh, the mom, Catherine O'Hara, fantastic lady, uh is an art person, uh, whereas her husband, uh, Mr. Dietz, is a business person. And they travel from the city to the country to get away from it all. Enters also, once more, Renata Ryder, the daughter, Lydia Dietz. Uh, whereas her supernatural sense of humor is already right there and then, and she's ready to uh, just try not to be Exorbed uh, in the ethereal area, but do sense a presence or so. Of course, you know, they're trying to explore every single aspect of the house and everything else. Comes our main 
somewhat anti-hero, Beetlejuice, uh, played by Michael Keaton, and he enticed on trying to get uh, the Maitlands uh, to summon him more to get rid of the deeds, you know, do a little haunting, a little scare, and all that. Uh, comes, you know, realizing that afterlife is literally not just for haunting, it's also like a business thing, so they find out they had a caseworker. Who knew in the afterlife you have to have a caseworker with just like many things in the world. Anyways, the deal is is that they were supposed to haunt the deeds, not Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was once a part of the uh, afterlife crew, the the community, until he got a demon possessed him. Yeah, uh... I, for one, am looking forward to seeing if there is actually a uh, story being brewed up for that one. But I'm going to let it go. And, you know, the the show, the movie has shown a lot of, you know, hijinks in, in there. And it's cute and there's practicals and all that. And then when we enter Beetlejuice, you know, he's definitely going all out. He's doing scares. He's trying not to, you know, maim. But he's trying to bring someone, you know, down, so to speak. And so comes Lydia, you know, she wants to be with the Maitlands because she realized that they're cool people, they're nice, but she's alive. They're dead. And she's thinking, like, maybe a suicide or something, which is not a cool idea, but still. Sure enough, she was plotting to get rid of her own self until she meets Beetlejuice. And Beetlejuice is thinking like, hey, maybe I can cut a deal. She's living. I'm dead. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, you know, that was the first encounter uh, before she completely says Beetlejuice for the third time. Of course, you know, Oto, uh, a classic uh, actor, uh, find himself being over with the deeds because uh, Lydia's uh, stepmom uh, couldn't uh, couldn't feel the creative need so she brings Odo uh, to do so and of course he's an occultist himself uh, that's the dealing of supernaturals and all that and he finds not only the book after they all evade the attic uh, because uh Adam was building an actual town replica of the town he lives in in his attic. And he's thinking like this is this is a proper diagram of how the city or the town is and we can make it look different. So he's he's summoning his business partners. He's summoning the one main guy who could probably bring in business to a nearly dead town. And Sure enough that even though he could, he can't because there's nothing, you know, too eye-catching or whatever. Sure enough, uh, Otto brings out the one book that the de- uh, the maintenance had and casts a shoe because he's trying his best not to get rid of the people that live there because they're slowly dying. They can't be returned back to the living because the living... Uh, can't comprehend the book of the dead literally the the manual is literally a book of the dead it's just like a pamphlet just reprint over and over 
in order for the maintenance to survive, Beetlejuice had to be summoned. Now, in that situation, I understand that's a great story plot that, you know, you can't get rid of the people. You just got to bring in something. Of course, you know, Beetlejuice did the deed and he's thinking, that, uh, hey, I made a deal with this kid. I have to be let out and then I have to get married. So, of course, you know, towards the end of the act, Beetlejuice puts on the uh, ruffled purple suit that some of us know and love, with Lydia being of a red, bright dress, which is cute. Although, you know, Red Wedding, you know, it, it, it wasn't overdone then, <laughs> it is now. And... Of course, you know, the maintenance and the deeds kind of team up, but they were, like, trying to get rid of Beetlejuice in some, one or same way. Uh, it wasn't until that Beetlejuice transported uh, Gina Davis' character to the land of the sandworms and bust through the wall, causing his own death. Towards the end of the movie, of course, we see a somewhat lightened Lydia, and the Maitlands are actually living with the Deets. So there is a mutual cohabiting with uh, the living and the dead, somewhat. I mean, if we're going to dive in deeper on that one, I mean, technically the Maitlands got resurrected... And then brought back. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dwell. Well, there's so many things to go with this, but uh, at the end, of course, uh, she's floating near the sound of uh, shake, shake, shake. Shirona, uh was playing. So that is a fantastic uh, ending to a fantastic movie. Not long after that, uh, a couple of years down the line, we are brought to the animated series of Beetlejuice. Uh, this is actually the tetraing, uh, the tetraing tale of both Lydia and Beetlejuice uh, being friends and not, you know, weird couple and whatever. And this was a total change because this was aimed for children. And uh, the series ran successfully for at least two seasons. Uh, in the network. And then, of course, you know, you gotta understand that this deals with a ghost with the most uh, bright, white, black, checkered, well, not checkered, more like lines, black and white lines with green hair. Uh, the skin is totally different from one from the movie to the cartoon. The cartoon's kind of like a purplish, deadish looking. And, of course, you know, we have Lydia chanting a, what I believe, a summoning uh, entry. So, um, so, of course, you know, with her being, you know, a medium of all things, uh, she gets to travel into the spirit realm, or spirit world, uh, to have adventures with Beetlejuice, while at the same time not pronouncing to their, her parents... Uh, what they're doing. Uh, of course, she has other friends, even this popular evil person that she wants to take revenge on. But you know, it's, it's a kid show. It's like it's a little trope that you know you have to have that one annoying character. And then in, in the spirit world, you know, you got a Texan, uh, 
Sasquatch. But he's literally, uh, and I'm going to repeat myself on this one. This this character reminds me of a Loom Tune character, the monster. Just minus the whole, it looking like a, you know, Frankenstein a little bit. Just have hair, arms, spurs, and a cowboy hat. With her, with his, uh, Texan accent. And his dog, Poopsie. Yeah, I said it. Uh, and also we have La Skeleton, a French aerobic uh, character who is always telling Beetlejuice to always exercise and everything. And of course we have our tap dancing spider, which I think is adorable uh, when I saw this. And, you know, there's always some things that's going to happen with Beetlejuice. You know, there's things that is like, oh, he's using his powers against that, 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 that. Or there's hijinks that's going to cause an irreversible thing. And then at the end of the episode, it's reversed. I mean, the series, in the animated series, it was a quirky, funny take uh, for a Tim Burton film. And that was uh, between the late 80s, early 90s. Until uh, around 2019, 2018, uh, almost approaching uh, the early 2020, that we were brought to the musical, which totally changed up the whole thing. Uh, The musical deals with uh, the death of Lydia's actual mom and how, how Lydia wants to be like the spirit medium that she is. And then her, her dad's trying to move on and, you know, finds uh, the art dealer, whom he somewhat admires, to uh, to be his, uh, you know, new wife. Now, this is a totally change-up for the mere fact that this is definitely some of it based on the movie, but not all of it. And here's why. Of course, you know, you got your characters, but it was never mentioned about Lydia's mom. It was never. And then we have uh, Beetlejuice, you know, narrating the whole thing. And then, you know, we have uh, the Maitlands and then the Deets, or at least at the time, one Deet. uh, With no Oto. I mean, they literally cut Oto out and it's like, he was the sidekick. For heaven's sakes. But, I I digress because it was more of a Lydia Beetlejuice kind of deal. And, you know, some of his progressionary tale of, yes, Lydia has her musical number. Beetlejuice has his musical number. The Maitland's got their musical number twice. Uh, And even so, you know, we also have the musical number of the character that was the receptionist in the afterlife. Yes, yes, she had a number. So, uh, to bring it all in, all in a loop, uh, Beetlejuice is a fantastic movie that Tim Burton had produced, and there was many things he put out there and thought of, and again, his style of his work, always influential of other people and have that theory, and... Don't get me wrong, there will be a time that we're going to probably see another Tim Burton film that slowly progress out of his dark 
connected and circle characters. But I, I for one, do like it. I, I hope that that's, uh, there's someone uh, down the line that could repeat or mimic the style that he puts out there. Because that is a classic uh, gothic look. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's the kind of style that some people like. So anyways, uh, I do uh, want to bring this episode to a close by thanking you guys for listening again uh, to another uh, pre-spooky episode. Uh, I will uh, try my best to get these things out as fast as I can before the month of October. Uh, things are going crazy uh, as of late. <laughs> so uh, again, I do thank you for listening. And as always, you have a great day. Thank you. Bye. Hey guys, I want to thank you for uh, listening uh, to my podcast. I'm also know, known to be over at not only Spotify, but as well as... Oh, wow. I'm also on Spotify, Breaker, uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and public uh, radio public so yeah if you guys uh, want to keep on uh, listening uh, besides me covering certain stories uh, just shoot me a message on my review page uh, over at anchor.fm slash uh, slash edward dash castro five that is uh, c-a-s-t-r-o and as a joke no relation